Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. That word no is a very real thing. I remember... I used to be with an insurance company in my earlier years. We go to door to door in those days, in the uh, 1980s. Door to door sales were very big with uh, Filter Queen, Electrolux, uh, all kinds of things that people were being uh, subject to buy at the door. And I was in the insurance part. The premise of all of those no's was. Just do 15 calls a day, 15 presentations a day. So you go in, you do about a five-minute presentation or a five-minute spiel, a talk, whatever you want to call it. And if they didn't buy, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Because they, they said it doesn't matter if they buy or not. Do the presentation. If they buy, great. If they don't, it's okay. And if they say no, and most of the times it was no, I got a lot of doors slammed in my face. But what kept me going was I just kept focusing on the 15 calls. As soon as I started complaining that I'm not making the money that I, I really that they said I would make, the next thing they would say is, how many calls did you do this week? There's five days in this week, 15 calls. It's 75 talks, 75 presentations a week. Have you done that? No. Okay, well, when you've done that and you still don't make the money that you want, then we'll talk. And I said, oh, you son of a gun. Okay, I will prove to you without any doubt that this does not work. So I did my 15 calls. And at the end of the week, he says, how did you do? With all of that, at that time, 15 calls a day works out to $1,000 a week. And even nowadays, it's pretty good money. But then it was a lot of money 40 years ago. The $1,000 a week, how much did you do this week? I said 1100 Okay. And I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand why simply the law of averages, just simply doing the talk, but what it did is make me immune to rejection. I didn't take it personally because all I had to do and focus on was the 15 calls. And if they said, I don't appreciate you at the door telling me exactly why you got in, all I did wanted to do is just make my calls. Sometimes I would even make the call right in the driveway. If a person's working on their car, I would do the presentation right on the radiator. Open it up, this is it. And for me, that's another call. And then a friend came by, I would have to repeat it. Oh, great, that's another two calls. And sometimes they'd buy. You say, hey, that sounds good. Yeah, okay, sign me up. Really? Okay. But it's the law of averages. It makes you immune. So when you're focused on yourself, you're always going to find difficulty because you're thinking there's something wrong with you. But when you focus on a technique, or you're focusing on a certain model of some kind, then your personal 
feelings and your personal things is not part of it. In business, we see this all the time. We launch events. We do all kinds of things on social media. We do all kinds of things to try and get people to notice us. And many of them, they don't work. Some do, and then we will just repeat those and make it stronger and so on. But in the beginning, we're pretty much stumbling through various things to try to get people to notice us, and we have no clients. We're still honing our skills. So there's so many things at play, so many moving parts in the beginning. And it's not when you really become very proficient at what you do. I've been doing this for like uh, 20 years, the, the spirit part of it. But I've been in business for 45, 50 years. I started selling worms out of my house when I was 11. And it got me through college. I actually bought the ring that I proposed to my wife because of the worms that I sold. When you just keep looking at all of your successes, I don't even remember all the times I failed. And there was many of them. Majority of them didn't work. I don't even remember the person's name when they say no. Five minutes before, I knew the person's name. They say no, it, it's gone. I, I really don't even sometimes remember them because i am already moved on to the next thing. You don't take anything to heart. And that is more what we are trying to instill in you is that if there's still any kind of rejection energy from the past, one of the ways to really look at this is look at it as if anybody would have had that same position, that person, that parent, that uncle, that grandparent, whoever it was, or the coach, would have said the same thing to someone else. Wasn't directed to you. You just happened to be there. And it's felt so mortifying when you heard that you couldn't do something. Is it that thing that we want to really instill in you? Is that we look at those things that are making you feel better, making you feel good. What we're going to do in this meditation, in the breathing exercise, we're going to be breathing in the color ivory white. So it's not a, a white, it's sort of off-white. If anybody knows anything about paint mixtures and so on, you can get white and just put a little dab of red or a little dab of green or a little dab of blue, and it turns off white. But it turns a different shade depending on what it is. It might be more in the reds. What we're looking for is more in the blues. So in other words, we're going to breathe in the color of this ivory white. And when you exhale... Exhale sky blue. It's this beautiful sky blue. And what will happen here is we're doing two things. The first thing is we're breathing in this white light to clear this past rejection energy. And when we exhale, we're exhaling this sky blue so we can start talking again. Because silence is one of the bigger killers when we don't want to do anything because we're going to fear that we're going to fail or feel that we're going to be judged or feel that we're going to be rejected. Sometimes a rejection. I mean, when you saw Will Smith in that video, he says, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to go to make myself something. He's going to find himself a wife and get kids. Sometimes 
I can't call it anger. It isn't anger. It's more like I've just got to make this thing work. When you look at it that way, where you're using another person's energy of this rejection and you turn it into something positive, it's actually good for you because it, it keeps you honest and it keeps you that when you are going to have those tough times, you're always going to think that I'm still going to make it. It gives you that extra oomph in the times when you feel like you want to give up. Because that means that that person that rejected you won. If they rejected you because you weren't any good, it means they were right that you didn't succeed. And if you have that little bit of, I guess anger is a little harder than I, I want to use, but that's the only one that, that comes to mind, is that in spite of what people will tell you you are, you're still going to become a success in spite of them, and you're going to make it work. This is the end of Part 3, Rejection, the word no. Now go over to Part 4, where we talk about positive anger. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Genis Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony, all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Stay.